I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romaran and Chino Liao recording this week. No camos because he has some family matters to get to. Our thoughts and prayers actually go out to their clan. Uh, there, there was a, a one of their loved ones who passed away this week. So um, it's never an easy time to go through that. So camos, uh, we're, we're thinking of you right now. Um, you know, we're, we're coming off of the high from PWR special homecoming. Yeah. Everybody's still talking about it. Everybody's still posting about it. The hashtag is still uh, getting a bit of traction on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. And right off the bat, I just got to say thank you to everybody who came out and supported the show. However, whether it was through buying a ticket, buying merch, telling friends uh, about it, going to the show and bringing your entire barcada with you, buying from our sponsors, cheering, jeering, uh, throwing confetti in the ring. It really meant a lot to us that all of you came out and were part of that historic event. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people. I saw a lot of people, rather, during the event that I've never seen at a PWR show. What do you mean? Like who? Like Who do you, uh, who do you, who do you know? Like if I name names, would you know them? Yeah, that's a very good question, actually. No, just random people. Who popular people, though. popular people who know. Yeah, I mean, know just people who've never, who I've never seen at either the Power Max at Pot Night uh-huh. or at Bayanihan suddenly show up to watch wrestling for the very first time. They okay. picked this particular show to participate in the uh, community, I guess, and it's. It's it just it just goes to show how special it is. Yeah, and I think not not just special, but also how hard we worked in promoting the show. Yeah, to make in, in, it special, to build it up to be this thing. <laughs> yeah, a uh, special shout out goes to uh, Chino. He's an artist uh, who got a, got himself a gold meet and greet ticket to meet TJP and Jeff Cobb. Obviously, he went up to me after the show and he said, "Now you know entry point into mm. PWR. He'd never seen any of our material before, any of our stuff, and I guess out of sheer curiosity or." Because of the noise we'd been making, he went there and he was like, "I'm gonna be there November 24 for mm-hmm. Vendetta." I mean, buti naman na uh, convert tayo, diba? For once, I mean, I think we finally made uh, a real. Uh, we really moved the needle, if you will, when it comes to converting people to converting new uh, PWR fans. 
Yeah, so um, it, it really means a lot to us after everything we've been through from 2014 when PWR had its first show before you and I, Ro, were ever even affiliated with the company yeah, yeah. to this point. Now, uh, we're, we're going big, guns a-blazing, and we brought out the big guns, as it were, in TJP and Jeff Cobb and Desi Derata and beautiful Billy Sway. How do you even top this now? Like, who are you going to bring out to top this? Uh, yeah. There's so many. There, there are so many wrestlers around the world. Batista. Oh, why does it have to be Filipino? Oh, why does it have to be Homecoming too? Oh, it could be Far From Home. Oh, or it could be Endgame. Oh. So you want it to be a subpar sequel? No, no, I mean because Far From Home wasn't that good, bro. Yes, it was. It was alright. It's alright. I, I enjoyed I like, it. I, I did like it. Yeah, well, that's you. you. That makes one. No, no, of no. Us. Uh, then, I I think that. It doesn't have to be Filipino to top homecoming. Like it just has to be a really good wrestling event. Yeah, when you think about all of the talent that's available worldwide, anyway, it's not like uh, AEW has people that are exclusive. They have talents who can be booked at independent shows. You've got people from New Japan. You've got people from other people from Ring of Honor. So uh, the sky's the limit, I, I guess. At this point, um, if, if you're going to ask for my personal point of view but what I will tell you from experience is tang ina nakakapagod siya yeah it is uh, well no Tutama. shit Sherlock he just flew in four guys yeah no not just that I not mean, just that the whole just putting up the whole event and making sure it, it was a success takes a lot of manpower and actual physical power yeah if anything and I think I can say this uh, it really told us it really proved to us that the team we have right now is not enough mm. I mean we, we were able to do this I guess by the skin of our teeth and we were really able to uh, to, to gut through it pero um, we, we will need we will need more people uh, on the team to fill certain roles um, we're gonna get into that next week actually we've got special guests coming in we're gonna be giving some behind the scenes mm-hmm. stories a behind the scenes look into PWR uh, homecoming in particular so we're gonna be bringing Red Oliero back our president in PWR mm-hmm. our vice president uh, Chino Ginto and uh, Tim Nung, our executive producer. Why, why is Chino Ginto getting a work name? Why can't we call him his real name? Probably because he hasn't really dropped it. Oh, people know him better as Chino Ginto. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Why? Are you, are you the other fe- guys no. got shoot names. Are so. you feeling territorial that you're, no. you won't be the only Chino on this no, podcast I'm just next saying, week? I'm just saying the other guys got shoot names. Why is my kayfabe name ba si Tim Nung? <laughs> Red Oliero has a kayfabe name. Or? Yeah, that's people, one of the three. People know him as Red Oliero as well. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just a point to raise. So we've got the big brass of PWR joining us for next week. As for this week's episode, we're going to be doing it old school. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the, the uh, WWE draft, which just concluded a few hours ago. And we'll get into the homecoming review, courtesy of Chino. This is why we have you on the podcast. <laughs> that's my only role here. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the draft first. And um, I, I just finished Raw, right, uh-huh, before uh-huh. we started recording. And I'm really not happy with how this draft shaked out, be, uh, shook out because it's essentially the same roster with a few minor changes. Oh, yes. No, I, I feel like, um, no, from the first night, pa lang, the fact that they, first of all, why are the, champ, the, the, the brand-exclusive champions eligible to be drafted? To, be, to waste a pick, for, for the shows to waste a pick in drafting them again. Yeah, uh, there's there's also the fact that you know a lot of the same names stayed on the same shows. Yeah. Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. But I'm, no, no I, I think it was really a lot. It was really more like uh, it was them uh, having to do the draft because they fucked up so bad with the wild card rule and everything. But they stuck to what they wanted uh, when they first did the shakeup earlier this year. So I guess. 
uh, it was just them reaffirming the the two brands rosters with just because uh, so that I mean para hindi nila gumalaw pa and they don't have to move back and forth anymore after this. To but, be fair, yeah. there were some results na mm. talagang change naman talaga. Yeah, like yeah. Sasha Banks going to SmackDown, mm. Kevin Owens going the back Fiend. to Raw, mm-hmm. The Fiend going to SmackDown supposedly, but still being in this Universal Championship storyline with At, Seth yes. Rollins. Crown Jewel naman, yeah. Yeah, so hindi ko alam if the wild card rule is still in play. I hope not because by the looks of Crown Jewel, parang in play pa rin eh. Parang feeling ko talaga ang result lang dito is they shifted the power over to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. By putting all their superstars, superstar caliber athletes on there, you got Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. right? They got uh, the Fiend, they got Sasha Banks, and Raw basically got the remaining mid carders. It's to weird be part because of their circle. It's weird because uh, there were so much, there were so many rumors about how, let's say, Fox wanted this or that superstar, how they wanted a certain kind of superstar to match the vibe of their network. But then, you know, as we mentioned. It's still the same people, mostly on the same brands, and I don't know. It I guess it, it was disappointing because we really expected a real shakeup. Yeah, yeah. because in previous drafts you got NXT callups, mm-hmm. which uh, um, we got cruiserweight callups. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. uh, that's a good thing I was about to mention because uh, it's a good and bad thing because uh, a lot of the cruiserweight stars on Two Hundred Five Live have been officially drafted to uh, Raw and SmackDown the same way guys like Ali, Buddy Murphy, and Cedric were drafted earlier this year. And it's, uh, to me, a sign that 205 Live is going to go away because they're going to move the Cruiserweight Championship. I mean, they already did move the Cruiserweight Championship to NXT. And whoever the Cruiserweights are on NXT will be mostly the ones competing for that. And then... I guess the others, the other supposed cruiserweights, are now officially heavyweights. I guess. Yeah, rest in peace, yeah. Five Live. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird. Now they had that rule. If you're a tag team, you get drafted as a team, mm-hmm. and then if you're an individual, you get drafted as an individual, yeah. unless uh, gusto nung, nung uh, network or uh, whatever. Uh. So Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were split up. I really, they were. Yeah, Damn. yeah. No, but they went to Raw. Both uh. of them were drafted individually, but they still both went to Raw. So, so it's a waste, waste of a pick. Yeah, it's a waste of a pick. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is a consistent. Oh, but the Revival were drafted together. Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, the OC, the New Day. All of them were drafted together. So this is really, really strange. Um, Sasha and Bailey were drafted separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors were drafted together as champions, right? Yeah, th- uh, as the women's tag team champions. So it's really strange. Um, I and I also didn't like Nawalang reactions from the wrestlers this time around. Mm. Like uh, in 2016, if you remember, they actually yeah, they had did, those yeah. backstage uh, segments. Uh, yes. 2004 was my favorite because it was mm. my first draft, and you could really see young locker room reacting to the shoot, uh, the the shoot draft. And you would see tag teams get split up, and they'd really be legit. Na parang, yo, what the fuck are we gonna do now? They established this is a 2002 draft because um, when I first got the network, I made the first thing I made sure to watch was uh, the original draft back in 2002, just to start up the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was a really nice. If they really wanted to go for a more sports-like feel, then why wasn't this the peg for it? Oh nga. yeah. I like though what I like the most about this whole draft is how it kept cutting to the back offices uh, of both networks of people and, we don't know. Yeah, right? of, of random 
um, executives. I hated that. And then we see Cletus, the fictional robot, as <laughs> part of the management committee on Fox. <laughs> Why did you have to animate that? We get it. There's a robot there. Sobra awkward the mga executives, and I say this with air quotes. And I, I just really found it so, so strange. Yeah, I mean, he had multiple cutaways to these people, but not to the actual wrestlers who were what getting drafted. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in one cut to the USA executive suites, there was a lady who was just who had her laptop open, and ang nakalagay lang was a screensaver of a peacock. <laughs> she wasn't even doing. It was like that scene in Avengers, and like, yeah. that guy's playing Galaga. Yeah, that's yeah. her right there, man. It's ridiculous. I was wondering if like they just shot one scene. Tapos inuulit ulit lang nila. Feeling ko mga lima. Oh, lima. No? Like they all just uh, shot it in one yeah, day. Five vi- five different vignettes and they just rotated it. It's ridiculous. I think zooming out itong WWE draft na to was the epitome of trabahong tamad. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, most definitely. This was, this was their weak attempt at hitting the reset button. Yeah. Sana tinodo na lang nila. I mean, they were really... I mean, even if they were themselves half-hearted toward the reset it could have at least they could have still achieved the same thing while making it look uh, making it look more competent sobrang trabaho tamad lang talaga nakakainis tapos nakakainis din yung fact na uh, you, you have your number one overall pick on Smackdown which was Becky Lynch who went to Raw and then nung Raw may number one overall pick na naman which is Seth yeah, yeah. but when you think about it in the, the grand scheme of things Seth was a fifth round pick uh-huh. it's really dumb that Smackdown didn't pick him up in the interim between because SmackDown it, and Raw, because he's eligible in SmackDown. Remember uh, the the also other the other thing the other dumb thing that they did was uh, put out a press release, right? Uh, describing or listing down who was eligible on which day on, on SmackDown day or Raw day, and then it turned out that they followed that list down to the letter when they were drafting on SmackDown. So dumb, so that dumb. That is just stupid. Like you, you don't do that in the NBA. Oh, yung mga first rounder, ito lang June 30, ah, tapos July 1, to mga second round. It doesn't work that. Sports does not work that way. Uh, well, clearly, they didn't emphasize the sports part of sports entertainment. Mm, I, I don't know. Who... entertainment. Party. I don't know who wrote this. giant yeah. robot guys love the offices <laughs> ng Fox, guys. What can't we understand about how city this all is? I think because ma- 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 ano, makita in other sports leagues like the NBA, the NFL, uh, MLB, kapag may draft, can we also get a look into the war room of the teams? <laughs> I mean, if WWE made it a thing, can't we make it a thing in the in the pros? I guess not. I mean, I don't know. It's so dumb. No, no, I think we, sometimes the NFL, they do. They do that, but then it was it's after the fact. Yeah, yeah, in my it, documentary. Yeah, in my documentaries. Never so, really uh, in the moment, unlike yeah. fucking WWE. I, I don't know who wrote this shit. I don't know who what they were thinking, but wow, it's so bad. I mean, like, sober laugh trip. Sorry, go ahead. Go, no, 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 go ahead. Go sober laugh trip. They don't cut away to the NFL people. Uh, how they're giving their sober insight. Walang pake. Uh, the sober, yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, it, it's clear that they are above this. Um, quote unquote fake sport even the soccer people like the Premier League people who were brought in on Raw this week it was so awkward yeah, it was just it I was also don't so understand forced. how people like Titus O'Neil and Liv Morgan get drafted but uh, Lana who is actually in a prominent storyline does not get drafted mm. The Iconics were tag team champions just what three months ago, two months ago. Were not drafted. Yeah, this is this is so weird. I mean, like, at the, I mean, like guys like Titus O'Neil, they they should be. Sila dapat supplementary picks, eh? Sa yeah, you're just a Twitter, na lang. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
I mean, fucking Drake Maverick. Yeah. Fucking Drake Maverick was not drafted. What no. the fuck? Well, Former 24-7 champion. That that one is actually fine. He should draft it, I guess. Everyone else, though. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. I, I'm Oof. done with this. Uh, I'm ready to move on. Uh, before we do get to Chino's homecoming review, however, we got to say thanks our family here at Podcast Network Asia, whose studios we are recording at, and it's located at the We Remote Coworking Philippines. And they always help us, uh, help us out with our show, and you can check out their socials over at facebook.com slash podcastnetwork.asia on Twitter. It is at podcastnetasia and on IG at podcastnetworkasia. And you can check out their official website at www.podcastnetwork.asia. Now, I've got a a quick question for everybody. What do you guys do when you're stressed? Well, I don't think we can say it here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what you do, but I actually just take a nap. All right, fine. My 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 safe for work answer is eating. All right, because those are cool answers. Me, on the other hand, though, I've got a safe for work answer as well, and that is joining game shows on Kumu to relieve my hey. stress, and it works every time. Plus, I get to win actual cash. What what games do they got? What games do they got? Well, they've got several different games uh, on this powerful live stream platform, which prioritizes the voices of over one hundred million Filipinos all around the world. And through Kumu, you too can experience the same thrill of a live game show from the comforts of your own home. Hey. Now, for more info, check out kumu.ph or download the Kumu app available on the App Store and on Google Play. All right, we're getting set for the homecoming review from Chino Liao. Let's get to that right here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Let's get to our review of PWR Special Homecoming. So, Chino, as we always do before we review, let's set the table. What were your expectations heading into the big show? First of all, I wanted to see the top talent coming in. About guys like TJP, like Jeff Cobb, even Desiderata, who we don't know a lot about. Mm-hmm. I want to learn more about their stories. I want to learn more about who they are as you know people that, since we got to interview them. And as well as see what they can do in the ring. Because it's on YouTube or on TV. On TV yeah. To see it live and in person, that was something I was looking forward to. All right. Um, another con- another thing I was looking forward to is the continuation of a lot of the current PWR storylines. Um, a lot of it wasn't really set for this show considering that there were a lot of broken up matches. The PWOGs wrestled in two separate matches. Um, we had Kali Nueva versus Imabayashi which didn't really have um, a storyline to begin with. They were trying to make it work. No, they were trying to make it work. So I wanted to see like you starting the Naughty Boys, the, saga, the, the ever-continuing saga of the Naughty Boys. I wanted to see how that will unfold. I wanted to see, I wanted to see the um, women's division step up and blossom into the into their rightful place in the um, promotion. And I wanted to see a lot of other things happen as well, like how does how does this small roots company um, operate in such a large ven- large venue? How is it to you know invest all this time and money and and resources into something that is essentially a history making event? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. So, did you actually feel it as a fan? I mean, some you're not part of PWR. You are friends with us, yes. But did you feel it as an observer? Now, yeah, you know they're going for broke here. Yes. As soon as you step inside the uh, ABS-CBN Veritas tent, mm-hmm. you can immediately tell how different everything is. It's a step up from the, your average, quote unquote, run of the mill PWR show. This was special. 
You can tell it from as soon as you step inside when you get your tickets. Hindi stamp lanyard yung pinamigay. <laughs> you get inside, you see the seats. They're all cushioned. You Not can use all of them. Diba? Well, yung gold section. Sure, yeah, yeah. The seats that matter. Yeah, for your cushion. special ass. Yeah. <laughs> for for the pampered 2,000 peso paying people. <laughs> they have cushioned seats. Yep, yep. They have a titan throne for the entrance. Diba? They have effects. For certain entrances, you can even see it from the number of people booked on show versus the wrestlers who weren't, who were content, fully content working behind the scenes. It was just, you know, everybody just stepped up and to even be a part of it as an audience. Nakaka proud siya. Makes you feel like you were a part of something special. Diba? So, kudos to everybody. Um, see. Let's use his shoot name, Red Oliero, since he's the booker, was saying, indeed, bakit daw hindi siya star of the night? Hindi ko siya gagawin star of the night, pero booker of the night. Okay. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Booker of the that night. That implies may ibang booker. It's mali mo, di ba? Booker of sure. the... Sure, go ahead. Booker of the month. Go for it. Oh. All right, go for it. Yeah. So, uh, let's start things off with the yeah, first yeah. match of go the night. Yes, yes. Um, Like I said, the continuing saga of the Naughty Boys wraps up I can I can't really say if it's um concluded with um ECX taking on Captain uh, Dutan. It was actually uh, okay. Let's first rewind it back to a few months ago where I defended Captain Dutan's actions. Right. I, I'm not changing my stance on that. I am still um on his side of things. However, this match actually vindicated the Naughty Boys. Um, uh, in their stance against Tutan for me because it was it was really just um, for them it was just a matter of friendship of keeping this the sanctity of their group whole and the fact that they Evan Carlo was able to do it on his own without Camus without Jemmerlin with, without uh, still um, incapacitated Trian De La Torre. He did it all on his own without any shenanigans. I actually expected there to be shenanigans. I was looking forward to Naughty Boy shenanigans. I was looking forward to Camus costing them another victory. I was looking forward to the continuation of the storyline. So I was a little disappointed that it ended that way. That so, na-disappoint ka na wala si Camus it, para magpatalo. Yes, exactly. I <laughs> wanted something fun to happen. You know, I wanted it to be a continuing thing na patalo si Camus. Pero, I guess we have to move on from things now and see where the Naughty Boys go from here. Um, Evan Carlo, of course, picks up the victory. All right. Next up, you had the four-way match between Jemmerlin, Nina, Jay, Sarah, and Robin. Okay, I had such high hopes for this match. Let me, let me just say... Um, I had such high hopes for this match. All right, all right. Nina coming back from an injury, um, putting on the performances that she's been putting on. Um, Jay Sarah, who's been getting spot after spot, just incredibly improve, incredible improvement on her part. And then Jamerlin, who's also been improving a lot. And then Robin, who's just been a constant in the women's division. Here in PWR, I wanted incredible things to happen in this match. Unfortunately, this is wrestling. And diba parang sinabi ni Robert Jaworski, kung ayaw masaktan, mag-chess ka na lang. Diba? Right. People get hurt. Um, and it's unfortunate that Nina uh, got hurt. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if it affected the outcome of the match, but I felt like it affected the performance of the wrestlers because Jay Sarah, as she was about to pull off that, uh, would have been spot of the night moonsault. She it took her a while to get her footing, and at the end, after like two three minutes on top of the ropes, parang in abandoned niya, which was it was strange. Um, as an audience member, um, it looked strange. It looked like she didn't know what she was doing. And I don't, I don't um, discredit her for it. Siyempre, nakakataka talaga mag-buwis ng buhay. Um, although, what was confusing for me was when she got down from uh, the ropes, she suddenly just locked in a submission, which I don't think I've seen her do before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me, psychologically, um, it was just a little perplexing for me to see that as the finish of the match. I guess they wanted to prove um, something else, that she had more tools in her box I guess but um, other than that I guess you know, the match the match suffered a lot especially because of the injury especially because the the things were out of sync yeah it was really unfortunate and I'm sure nobody wanted that to happen we, you know Nina really felt bad after of the fact of course fight. yes uh, we, we've spoken to her after the show yeah she got taken uh, to a hospital and then um, she she was fine she was actually with us at the after party but we also made sure to tell her oh di kayo inumang yung gabi yeah you know all, all that all that stuff to take precaution. So you know I'm I'm not sure about her status if she'll be cleared to wrestle by Vendetta. Um, but all I know is that Nina is okay for the time being. Wala namang serious injuries, and for that I'm thankful. Yeah, I am thankful that sh- not nothing serious happened during the time of the event of the match. Um, however, you know you can really tell talking to her after the show that she was really disappointed mm-hmm. that she had to get hurt and that this had to happen to her. Um, it sucks, but I guess it's wrestling. Right? It's no one's fault. Then. It's no I mean, one's yeah. fault. You can't really point the finger at somebody. So it it's just unfortunate that it happened. All right. Next up, you had that sick OBB to welcome the show or to open us or to open the show rather. Yes, that you, that brand spanking new OBB with that amazing graphics and that sick sick song. Um, I've heard that song before. I can't remember where, but to to, to the effect. Of this OBB, it was just so on point. I'm yeah, you're to- uh, talking about Ruby Ibarra's taking names. Ruby Ibarra, there we go. That's why it sounded so familiar, mm. right? So Ruby Ibarra is a Bay Area rapper. Yes, yes she, she is. is. Right? Uh-huh. And and the use of this song uh, was just so so apt, so appropriate. Um, especially since you got you had TJP and you had Jeff Cobb on the card. Yeah, uh, the show also had multiple ring announcers, so we really try to make it feel like WrestleMania. Like yes. you know how when you watch WrestleMania today, you yes. have uh, Mike Rome go up, then Greg Hamilton, then before she got pregnant, JoJo would also yes. go up. So this time around, like uh, tag team sila. it was Poch, it was Brylums and Redrick Mahaba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were um, in a little uh, circle of uh, ring announcers there. Yes, but they but were. Like, Rev Ranger. <laughs> Rev Ranger was doing something else. Yeah, yeah something yeah. equally important. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. That's fair. That's fair. Like so, protecting justice. Yes. And the planet. Yes. Uh, uh, so yeah, we had that. And then we had our own little setup as well. in commentary table. Yes. I'm not I, sure if you I, saw that. I saw that. Um, I was paying attention. Actually, I passion yung tatlo eh. Like of you, Poch, and Red doing commentary because I could hear certain, I could hear shouting from that side of the room <laughs> from where I was, which wasn't very far to be fair, but it was actually a very loud venue. Also, so mm. the fact that you can hear what they're saying on commentary, you know, it's actually very passion-filled, very fueled. 
uh, sort of commentary. So I can't wait to actually see the matches with the commentary on. So that's next free match Fridays. Ako rin, uh, because the well, especially the second half because that's when beautiful Billy Suede came in and provided color commentary. Yes, I saw him step up after uh, the intermission number of... Uh, the MSG rap battle. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about we'll that. Talk, we'll get to that uh, as we go down the card. But first, let's move on to the PHX Championship. All right, Billy Swain uh, versus Chino Ginto. As the first match of the card, of the main card, uh-huh. rather, yeah, um, yeah. I actually expected um, a lot more from this match. However, I wasn't disappointed. Okay. Um, yes, it. You, yes, you could have stepped up a bit, Tom, because both guys. Are coming off of such amazing um, performances. Mm-hmm. Chino Ginto, uh, who did he face? Sorry, Kalinueva. in the uh, in the Show Five Hundred show, right? Yep, yep. And Billy Sway took on Mike Madrigal, mm-hmm. and even then they have such a storied history of amazing matches. Well, we remember Billy Sway from his match with uh, with JDL. We remember Chino Ginto re. re- Gaining the PHX championship after almost a year, more than a year, in fact, mm-hmm. of from injury, so they have such history. I feel like they're also both athletically equally matched. Mm-hmm. Um, that the only thing separating one another is the gamesmanship of wrestling. Yung gulang, who the more experienced person will be, who is able to get the upper hand when it matters. And I actually had my money on Billy Swade. I thought that he was gonna. Walk away with the W um, as the match progressed. However, Chino Ginto able to pull out the victory against such a what a what a classic, classy human in Billy Swade and even better wrestler in him. So good job, Chino Ginto. All right, uh, where do you think this leaves Chino uh, coming off of this huge win at Homecoming? See, that's the thing though, because he was able to step up against such large competition. I feel like he should just continue pushing for international talent to come and take the title off of him. Okay. Now, apparently, to just continue striving for that higher goal of of being the main guy in the PHX division, having that title that's strapped on him for as long as it has been, I don't think there are a lot of people in this um, country who can live up to the standard of Chino Ginto. Um, it's high praise. But it's actually worthy because he came back from injury, guys. Mm-hmm. He came back from injury like nothing happened. Uh-huh. And from a career-ending injury at that. So how how else can you say that he he deserves anything less? All right. That's fair, yeah. So I feel like that's where he needs to be at. Um, the next match on the card is actually uh, the singles match of the night between Kalimeva and Imabayashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say singles as an emphasis. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize. Well, you were doing if, that. if things go his way, you might uh, not be saying that soon. Hey, hey, good for you, Imabayashi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, as much as much crap as I give Kalinueva, every time I see him in the ring, he just improves by a mile. Every single time you see Kalinueva, he just keeps on improving, which is good because you're facing the longest reigning PWR champion in history. So you have to step up. You have to improve. And the fact that he was able to pull off the offense that he did, that that rope play, that amazing Sunset Destroyer from Kalinueva just shows how much potential he actually has. Uh, in him going forward, right? 
Um, unfortunately, Ralph Mabayashi is still a championship caliber uh, wrestler. Uh, he gains the victory because he's Ralph Mabayashi. Mm-hmm. He's just that damn good. He's just mm-hmm. that damn good. He was the longest reigning champion for a reason. Yeah, uh, there was a uh, a part there at the end na Imabayashi and Redrick Mahaba shared a hug at the commentary table. Yes. And I was yelling at them. I was like, how can you call yourself an unbiased and impartial <laughs> journalist when you're clearly favoring a competitor in the ring? <laughs> what a heel. One of my favorite Your moments heel. of the night, yeah. What a heel. <laughs> uh, Alright, next up, I believe this is Vlad Sinsik versus Ken Warren. This is actually the all-out war championship. Oh, thanks. No, you missed, no, you you missed, missed Vlad match. and Ken. Did I? Yeah, yes, Vlad did. and Ken okay. actually happened. Vlad and Ken, I will, because I had it after. Okay, sorry, I'm fucked up. Um, but yes, Vlad and Ken, um, this had, again, I, I missed it because it ra- ran the risk of being overshadowed simply because, A, I don't understand the booking behind it. Like, why are two faces facing each other? Um, I'm not sure if Vlad Sinsek actually counts as a face right now. Well, I think he's more of, well, Vlad is no, no, Vlad. No, 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 no. I think what he did was... What he did in that match qualifies him as a face. Yeah, exactly. And do you think Ken Warren... I know for you personally, you think Ken Warren is a heel. But I think story-wise, it's a face facing another face, which I never really get. Mm-hmm. The unless I, there are stakes. I wa- Yes, unless there are stakes. Unless there's a championship ma- match after this for whoever wins. Unless it's like uh, some advantage somewhere down the road. This was just an exhibition match, which... Brought to mind one of the earlier concerns I had for the show in the previous review, if you guys remember, I said that I was concerned about this being just an exhibition of matches, mm-hmm. just just a showcase for the PWR talent, and I'm fine if that's the case. But with the way the show was proceeding on, I felt like this was one of those matches that wasn't really going to stand out for me mm-hmm. um, personally because it didn't really fit into any current storyline, right? Ken Warren is off doing his thing with the PWOGs and all of a sudden he's thrust into a match with Dan Zizek, the guy who hates music for some reason. <laughs> so where does this actually fit in uh, story-wise? However, that said, I felt like this match was pretty entertaining. Um, if you guys remember, if you guys were at the WWE Manila show mm-hmm. uh, just, last, just last month, you remember Kevin Owens putting off some fad antics for a good 5-10 minutes in his opening match with Andrade and Andrade yeah. ended up doing the same this was a lot of that like first five minutes pa lang, they were just playing to the crowd giving away merch mm. just having a good time which may which unfortunately for me emphasized the fact that this was a filler match this was a match that was just um, on the card and even with the finish with the confusing finish wherein I blinked and I missed it I literally blinked and I missed it um it it this didn't help me enjoy this match as much as it should have been. How right. long does it take you to blink? <laughs> I, I, may, I may have I may have taken a nap. Uh, we don't we don't really know. But, uh, but the point is oh, I missed. Oh, But the point is I missed I missed the match. All right, uh, and uh, I missed the finish of the match. Oh, okay. okay. Next up, you have uh, the All Out War Championship between Martivo and Jan Evander. Yes. Uh, okay. This is this is this is the thing with Jan Evander. He's supposed to be this. Uh, pro wrestling doctor, yeah, right. But he had resources in his own camp that he didn't use to gain an advantage in this match. 
he wanted to keep it to as pure and as clean a wrestling match as possible when he had two former all out war champions in his corner. Yep. Diba? Like, okay, fine. Nobody's seen Apocalypse since two shows ago. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But you had AB3 there You who, who could have helped out, who could have given him pointers, but instead he still just wanted to wrestle his pure game, his pure wrestling strategy, which the, right then and there, you knew he was going to lose. It was it just, especially since it was still an all-out war, all war rules match. Diba? Martivo... Has adapted to this division so well. He's made it his own. That when you go in there and you say, "I'm not going to play your game," you're already going to lose. You're already at a disadvantage. I, I never actually right. thought of it that way. Oh, that's a it's a different take because, like, when we were doing commentary on it, you know, um, we were just in the moment, and that completely flew over my head. Because yeah, he had two guys who were former. All out war champions, right? Even the band, right? Even the they could have at least interrupted, and they did it. He, John Evander, sent them out. So what? How? What does that speak of a, of a doctor, right? How good a doctor is he actually? It could be hubris. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's not even over. He did send out a tweet, or a, yeah, a tweet to Martiva saying playtime isn't over. So maybe he wants another go at it, and maybe this time he'll learn from his mistakes. I have a question for you about Martivo and his presentation. Like, um, normally he he gets over really easily sa crowds natin, like uh, sa, sa PWR crowds. But on a bigger scale at homecoming, how did the crowds take to Martivo? I still I feel like out of all the wrestlers on your roster right now, Martivo is actually one of the more presentable ones because he appeals to the mass crowd. He appeals to the people looking for um, a, a gender hero. Of sorts, somebody that they can identify with, diba? Like uh, somebody who isn't necessarily like everybody else. That's necess- that isn't necessarily cut from the same cloth. Because when you imagine a wrestler, you don't necessarily imagine Martivo, right? He isn't necessarily the prototypical wrestler. But here he is as a champion with his rainbow flag, proud of who he is. And I felt like everybody appreciated it. Um, no matter their orientation. All right, let's get to the intermission. And there was a special musical guest in Bawal Clan that was part of Homecoming. There was a special musical guest in Bobby Bobito who was interrupted by a jorts-wearing Mr. C. Hey, don't hate on the jorts. Who, whose legs I've never seen before. So Why is that a big deal, though? <laughs> that's, that's a first. Hey, if you wear pants all the time, then it'll be a big deal. Dude, I post on his selfies from the gym where you can actually see my shorts yeah, and my yeah, legs. He, he tends to wear corporate I've, shorts. I've never seen what? shorts you before. You know you're not paying attention. Yeah, I, well, I also yeah. wear shorts when we record. I mean, not right now, but, you know. This is actually happening. Maybe legs in jorts in 2019 is more is a bigger deal. I think the question is, are those really your jorts? Yeah, those are my jorts. Where do you even get jorts in 2019? No, no, I, think she, I think he kept them from long ago. No, they're from Uniqlo. Were those what? your temporary? Uniqlo has jorts. Yeah, Uniqlo, Uniqlo has jorts. Uniqlo, the fashion brand, has jorts. Yes, Uniqlo, the fashion <laughs> brand, has jorts. <laughs> Is it is it right next to their cargo short section? <laughs> no, Uniqlo has everything. It's incredible. Anyway, I like I I okay. Let me just say this segment 
I used the word like. I, I didn't mean to say that. All right, I, what right. I wanted to say uh-huh. was this this segment, it stuck out like a sore thumb, guys. <laughs> it was just it was just there. It was just the ugly thumb in the whole hand. Yung parang na ipit na daliri. It was there, man. It, um, I've seen Bawal Clan live before. Let me just preface it by sure, saying that. Sure. And I like their style of music. I think they're very hype. What I will say is that I don't think the sound system was built to accommodate how many guys? Seven, eight guys? Yeah, there are eight of them. And the ring at the same time? Yeah. Plus, plus um, the four MSG members? Three lang, wala si Panzer. Okay, sorry. Three pala. Three MSG members um, who got their asses handed to them by rappers, by the way. Um, let's, let's just say that. Sure. By, sure. by, by skinny Filipino rappers. Sure. All right. Uh, okay. Um... I will say though that out of all the musical numbers that I've seen, out of all promotions, not just PWR, this was at least the most well integrated. Because at least may social media backing. Hindi lumabas lang para mabigay ng rosas and kumanta. Thank you, fans. Hindi ko na yung promotion. Pero kayo na lang magsabi kung bias ako rin. Wala ka bang ano? Wala ka bang feedback dun sa, bat- sa rap battle? I, th- I like how you work for a hip-hop station and rap that way. That's what I like. That's what, that's what, that's what, I like how you play rap music all day and that's the best you could go up with. Like, for how many ever years you've been part of Wave, that was your best attempt at hip-hop. Why would you expect him to come up with better rhymes? Because he works with fucking rappers. Why would you expect me to bring my A-game when I'm supposed to play the heel? So you wanted to suck? Is that it? Was that your point? You wanted me to make you pop? Yeah. That was not my job. Okay, fine, fair. Do you yeah. understand wrestling? It was, a, it was a, do you understand the rap battle, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you haven't seen a wrestling rap battle or a rap battle in the context of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, look at the Usos and uh, the fucking New Day. At oh. least they tried. Yeah, but did you ever watch Kurt Angle and John <laughs> Cena and how epic that was? Uh. Or fucking Chris was that your versus Cena? Was that your peg though? So yes. two, two white rappers? Okay. Yes. Okay, fine. Two, if two white rappers was your, what you were going for, two corny That was absolutely the, the, uh, the peg. Two corny as white rappers, then fine. Hey, hey, guys, guys. That's the story he wanted to tell. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Understood that reference. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Um, I just gotta say, uh, shout out to Trian de la Torre and to Vintendo and to Brylooms and to. Do we just say your name? And yeah, to Jesse uh, for helping me workshop this. Uh, and to you as well, Ro. Uh, yeah, 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 all yeah. you guys uh, helped me workshop this. <laughs> and it took five guys to write that one. No, 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 no. I, I wrote it yeah. myself. I just bounced their uh, the ideas off of them. He just he just looked for a test audience. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, okay. So they were my test audience. I just wanted to make sure that I elicited the preferred reactions. The cringe that you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, there are IG stories of my girlfriend and my sister sitting side by side and just shaking their head, <laughs> burying and their faces dad, in right? shame. Didn't you say your dad was cringing too? No, my dad was happily videoing it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, uh, on the other hand, was just sitting there wondering what the fuck was going down. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Oh. God. Anyway, wait, 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 Chino, who won the rap battle? For me, I think uh, Dino won the rap battle. DC wow. Savage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, first of all, 
people bring up the point na oh, sobrang race ng mga stats ng mga sinabi niya fucking it's a rap battle motherfucker that's what you're supposed to do have you not seen a rap battle before where where have you seen a nice rap battle where they pay each other compliments like shut wait, wait, shut the fuck wait, up okay? I have seen that shit online That's, so have I that was meant to be funny okay? and not an actual form of hip hop they meant that as a joke watch a roast and then go back to me about being mean sorry you are Chinese Filipino No, I, I was actually I actually wasn't offended yeah, yeah, yeah. at I guess, all. I guess you, I your words know have... that I know that it comes with the territory. Your, your opinion holds weight yeah, in this right? matter. Uh, holds a lot of weight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, fat joke. I haven't heard that before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm I'm sorry. Nee, isipin tayo si Jeff Cobb and the jokes. And the jokes, yeah. I can't, I still can't believe he knows my name. I really can't. Like, we'll get, we'll get to what he said later during his match. Sure, but, sure. But, sure. but right now, let's move on to the tag team championship, shall we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stan is losing his shit here, but we'll talk about the tag team championship between the Yolo Twins and the Kakaibros, who um, I have to say, again, I called this out in the previous review, Nico gets why they're why the Yolo Twins suddenly got a title a title shot, but if this was supposed to be a showcase match for both tag teams, man, they pulled it off beautifully. Yeah, I I just gotta say I was watching this from Gorilla, and when they pulled out the Eddie Guerrero finish, uh, I was tearing up. It was so good, man. This is what happens when teams face each other again and again. They develop such an amazing chemistry amongst not only their no 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 not, not chemistry. 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 Chemistry and charisma. Not only with their tag team partners, but with their opponents. Because ang galing ng combination ng storytelling, the spots were well-placed, but it wasn't overly done. But then it was also very compelling. I have to say, out of all the matches, this was the match that surprised me the most. Okay. I'm glad it did then. It, it, it did its job beautifully. And good, kudos to both teams, man. Ang ganda ng match na. I even... I even told Marky this, and he was like, "Thank you. You know, it's nothing special." Nigenakinat ng one day. That was good. Even the even when he sang one day, we all totally popped. Like, okay, so I I wasn't able to hear uh, why exactly he sang one day. Like, how did he get to he, one day? He wanted to inspire. His, his his opening line was he wanted to inspire the Revo Nation before he started in his their match. And so he decided to channel fucking Matisha. Yeah, of all the inspirational songs, okay. he picked. One day, which no, it's good. a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. I mean, it's a good song. <laughs> he was, he actually sang it, and it was just so good. All right. Uh, next up, you had and then Chris he got Stop. and he got oh, Redrick okay. Maaba involved in the intro, which was also good. Right, right. You know, with, uh, with the my partner with thing. the my partner thing again. This was just the most the most surprisingly good match out of all. Because this is the match that without international talent. Uh-huh. This is the match that oh, we've seen this before. But we didn't see this exact same match before because it's so Yeah, I think it was just really a case of you having seen this matchup but not the same match. Yes, exactly. So that's what surprised me the most. All right. Next up, you have Crystal versus Desiderata. Yes. Uh, we I've never seen Desiderata wrestle before. I think none of us. Yes, have, actually, yeah. she's a virtual unknown in the wor- in this side of the world. Anyway, well, not anymore. Well, not but anymore. not after this match, exactly, because she just towers 
over everybody, even the males. Like, ganun siya, or even most of the males in the locker room, ganun siya, Batak na tao. Yeah, when she's in her in her gear, she's just about as tall as I am. Yes. And I'm six flat. Um, my girlfriend was watching in, in the audience and she was telling me after the show that she looked at Desiderata and she looked at her as the ideal for every woman in the company. Like she wants every wow. woman yes. in the company moving forward to I, be I her. Can, I could see that. Yeah, if you were wait, wait, to design... In, in, in what way though? In what way? Like size, definition. Yes. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, granted, not everyone can be five foot ten. Yeah. Yeah. But the 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 build, the uh, power, uh, the ease with which they move. Um, she really looked at Desi as yeah. an ideal. She w- she is, and I say I say this in the nicest way possible, Jeff Cobb, a freak athlete, just an amazingly strong athlete. Um, her character, on the other hand, was a little confusing to me. Um, she comes out. Uh, her song starts off with a Native American chant, yeah, yeah chant, and then it bro- moves into death metal for some reason. Uh, yeah, so we ethnicity. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, her yeah, she's Native American. No, no, her ethnicity is death metal. <laughs> no, the... okay, okay, fine. Yeah, okay, I get yeah, it. It's sure. it's part of the it's part of the character yep. uh, evolution, I guess. Yeah. So, but Crystal, on the other hand, she's what uh, five. Eight, maybe? Nine no, eight? five. five eight. Fi- I think she's like five three or five four. No, but in her gear, because apparently she's she is almost as tall as I am. What? Well, there is no video, gear. so I can't like I don't think our listeners wait, can wait, even contextualize. Almost as tall as me in her gear, and that's not true. No, but I anyway, I might be mistaken. But that basically what I'm trying to say is she's, she's short. Uh, shorter. Sure. Yeah, yeah. A lot shorter than Desiderata. Uh. A lot shorter than Desiderata. Mm-hmm. A lot smaller than Desiderata. But I feel like she's the more experienced out of these two uh, wrestlers. Did you feel na it was a David versus Goliath matchup? Yes. Um, Crystal, good job to her. She emphasized this very well um, in the opening. Uh, both of them emphasized this very well. The opening moments of this match with how easily... Um, she's been overpowered with how much effort it took Crystal to even put Desiderata on her back, diba? And let alone with that finish, with that hard-fought finish, I felt like it was just very convincing to see the this size comparison um, emphasized the way it was. All right. Right, next up, let's go to the three-way for the PWR Championship. Ooh, Cuatro oh defending against Jeff oh, Cobb and Chris Panzer. The match to spawn oh many Oh my memes. God. Oh my God. Okay, so... Yeet! <laughs> this... Uh, I've seen Jeff Cobb before um, during the NJPW uh, G1, West Coast show, yeah. G1 Climax Special mm-hmm. in San Francisco. But um, I was a few rows back. Mm-hmm. Like, siguro mga 15 rows back. From the actual ring, so she's probably etched, right? And yeah, you sure, don't sure, really sure. appreciate it as much. To see him do what he does in person, you know it's going to happen, but it's still very much unbelievable. Like okay, Jeff Cobb. To to segue to a little story here. Uh, after the match, I shook his hand and he said, uh, "Hey, I'm glad you caught my show." Uh, because if you ha. didn't, I was going to have to suplex you. <laughs> and I bet he could. Yes, he could. I bet he could. Look, look, easily. Look at what he did to Main Max. He turned Main Max into Bolt. 
he just <laughs> fucking he turned him into a cruiserweight. The man has a family. He uh. treated him like a child as in one fucking match. One suplex. Ganun kalayo yung lilipad ni Main Max. Diba? And even even sa data it was a sidewinder suplex but he almost flew out of the ring. Diba? And then there was the F5000 on the F5000. Oh my God. That spawned that meme. The meme. The meme of the week. Launched Quattro across the galaxy. Yeah. I love the meme. never fails to Shout out to Tim Hernandez for that meme. Tim Hernandez aka Stan Stunt Double. <laughs> it is, as they say, good shit. It is good shit. Um, and even during the match itself, Jeff Cobb, okay, he uh, suplexes people left and right. And as if that wasn't enough, he leaves his feet for a moonsault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that even possible? This man is as wide as I am, maybe a bit wider, and he's able to do that. Yeah, Vader can do it. But I mean, it's Vader. Have you seen Vader live? Because I haven't. So see, <laughs> what I'm saying, have you seen Vader live? Because I haven't. Right? Because what I'm saying is... Va- to, be, no, th- to be fair, I, I didn't know he was going to actually bust out the moon. So. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, to like, see, I actually... You see him do this either as Batanza or as Jeff Cobb. Yeah, I, mean, I, knew, I knew he does the moon. So, I wasn't sure the, yeah, he was going to do it. To, there, see, uh, to see him just pull it out? Oh, my God. Dude, um, I was there ringside, and it was really difficult to maintain character, to maintain kayfabe when he was busting all this shit out. Yeah, it was so like everything good. na na reaction ko dun sa, sa ringside was as genuine as it got because it was just so mind blowing. The man is a superior athlete. That's true. That's he true. is. Oh my God. And, it, and let's not discredit Quattro and Chris Panzer in this match. It was easy for the, both of them to just be uh, just be along for the ride, right? But they held up their own. They held up their own. In fact. Panzer, who was this, uh, this 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 person who wasn't even part of the match, who suddenly just become became enveloped in it because of the of the stipulation that happened during the uh, previous beautiful, show. Yeah, PWR beautiful, right? Um, actually stepped up to the plate and he even walked away with the title, which to me was very convincing. Still, mm. um, I wish he could have gotten it with the Eagle Splash. Um, However, he had to do it through H and A. Yeah, he had to do it through H and A. It's understandable. That's fair. Um, what do you think of the MSG entrance? <laughs> no, his entrance winner. Yeah, Chris the Chris Panzer entrance. Chris yeah, Pan- yeah. You're talking about the Chris Panzer's entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it was good. It was good. Um, I didn't get to see the bike though because I was all the way on the other side. Oh, okay, okay. Very ko lang. Yeah. Um, but then I was looking at videos and I was like, oh damn, he brought it out. Yeah. And what a show to pick. To bring it out, the back. First of all, Kaya is a mega tent. It's a tent, a British tent rather. Yeah. Because they have the room for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second of all, it's just a special show. Right? So, what more, what make, uh, how else to make it more special than bringing out uh, your prized possession? Here's a behind the scenes story for you, Chino Liao. I don't think you know this story, but there was a plan B. Because it was raining very hard during oh, yeah, the day of yeah, the show. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, suddenly rain. Really hard. Yeah, tapos yung motor ni Panzer, basang basa sa ulan. And when he saw that it had gone full ages, he went up to us and said, okay, what do we do? Because I can't bring the bike in if it's soaking wet. Otherwise, I'd be soaking wet. And I'm like, I am not gonna risk you getting sick all for the sake of this stupid entrance. So we're gonna come up with a plan B. Like a true talent manager, I protected my client. Okay. So we came up with a way with a to plan put yourself B. over, Cabos. <laughs> Thanks. So so I came up with a plan B, and thankfully we didn't have to do that because it stopped raining by the time the show began. 
So, in lang. I was just very thankful that everything went according to plan. At so, least what for, was the entrance and, going to be? It was going to be a mix of uh, Imperium and the Undisputed Era. Oh, okay. So, with matching with matching tracksuits? Or hindi naman. No, sana. Well, sana it, uh, I wish we, we had a matching tracksuit. It yeah. just didn't make it, it in time. It actually works for, the, for your group. Like yeah. Matching tracksuits. It would, it would. Um, we, we were planning to just come in and lights off and then pagka on ng lights, boom, nandun na kami lahat. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Very Imperium-esque. Exactly. So, so that was the peg. So yeah, I, I'm glad that it still turned out uh, your guys' way. He was still able to showcase his his baby, his most prized possession. He yes, loves sir. that bike. We yeah. all know that. Um, and to get to see it live and to see him riding it live, parang mas 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 na I am in more disbelief every time I see him drive a car than I see him ride a bike. What do you think of where the story goes now? Like the story of the championship and the story of Quattro. See, this is this is interesting now because I didn't expect Panzer to walk away with the title. We're still early into Quattro's reign as champion. This is what his third show as champion. Uh, he was 139 days in. Yeah, so a few a few months in. Yeah, like yeah, five months in. Five months in, about uh, five. So four or five shows in, and he drops the title to Chris Panzer, who I've always said was a worthy heel, heel to Quattro. And I've always liked faces when they were chasing after titles instead of when they were champions, okay. because it makes for a much more compelling story. So now we get to see Quattro, um, the the baby face, uh, chase after Panzer the heel. Um, and I can't wait to see where this goes. I have a question. I have a question. Did yeah. you ha- Do you think Jeff Cobb had any chance of winning the championship? Honestly, <laughs> have you? Did you watch the same match I did? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> However, no, I'm into it, champre. Yeah, uh, of course. However, uh, both these guys really wanted it more, uh-huh. more than Jeff Cobb. Number one, because it was a championship that they've previously. Fought for in a previous show, um, just a show just before this, PWR Beautiful, right? Uh, AKA the Cursed Show. Uh, number two, um, it was also, it, it was home territory, and they're not gonna let a visiting wrestler walk away with the top prize. Right? Like, who are they? Right? Is Jeff Cobb from Hong Kong? Is this what they're going to do now? Right? No, this is PWR. They are going to hold their turf, and, they're, and they held it down very successfully. All right. Um. Uh, okay, let's get to the Jeff Cobb and China Liao stories because uh, I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. So apparently, Jeff Cobb enjoys the many nicknames of China Liao. <laughs> so we were having dinner Friday night after the media blitz. And then, I don't know what happened, but si Red and Tim were talking to Jeff and telling them about China Liao. And you know, uh, he'd met you earlier in the day. Yes, we met during the uh, interview on the yeah, podcast. The yeah. Yeah, so Red started spotting out all your many nicknames, starting off with the Gout Father. And then, sobrang natuwa siya dun sa best gout machine. And he could not stop laughing when Red addressed you as the man that gravity remembered. <laughs> like he was laughing for a solid couple of minutes. I, can't still, I still can't believe how Jeff Cobb, the guy I used to see on TV uh, in a mask and a mechanic suit, Actually knows my name. Like, it's so unbelievable. He to knows me. all our names. He knows all our names. He knows all your nicknames. Yeah. Oh my god! Like if I hit him up on, on Twitter, do I say, "Hey, Jeff Cobb, this is the best gout machine"? Do you have well, may, you, may PWG tickets, kama jan, Yeah, exactly on Twitter. So, so maybe hey, maybe I can use this in my favor the next time I'm in LA. Hey, Jeff Cobb, remember me? I'm the man that gravity remembers. <laughs> 
May pati may pa PWG tickets ka ba diyan? No? All right, right. Jeff Cobb, awesome human being. He's a great guy, man. Yeah, I, have, I have to say, both him and TJP, just amazing people. All right, speaking of TJP, let's get to the main event, the dream match, JDL versus TJP. Oh my god, the the build up for this one was ridiculously good. Like the I've I've seen JDL deliver promos in the ring about how he loves Philippine wrestling and how he is Mr. Philippine wrestling, but the very last promo he did about how he sacrificed everything um, to just to make Philippine wrestling to bring it to where it is now. It's just it was the most impassioned I've seen him, and that was just one of the best promos I've seen ever on PWR. And not to be uh, not to be uh, outdone, TJP also did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He also built it up to be this epic showcase of Filipino talent, right? And it it, it became uh, exactly that. Um, I like how this was just the exact opposite of the match previous to this, wherein. If you guys had like amazing feats of strength and incredible athleticism, this was just a, a showcase of technical talent from both ends. Um, we've seen videos of JDL post. Uh, we've seen JDL post videos of himself rather uh, uh, working out and trying to improve his strength, and we see it here. We also see how the classic TJP arsenal that he's been known for as a cruiserweight, as a cruiserweight, as a member of the X division. Ang um, ganyan It was, it was a lot slower, um, in terms of pace, because it was a technical match. TJP considers himself a technical wrestler, yep, and it, it and it was very much evident. What did you feel uh, watching the slower technical match, especially after the? Really fast. Yeah, it was it, it was it was the appropriate follow up. Okay. Because anything as intense or even more so than the previous match, the champion the, the three way championship would have been overkill for okay. me, I okay. felt like. Okay. So this was just a nice little uh cool down, a dessert after after a meal. Ooh. Parang after after all that beef you get this nice little ice cream at the end. Alright. So I like how TJ also didn't hold back. Either of them did not hold back. Uh they pulled out all their finishes and TJ even walked out walked away with the victory barely with a cradle. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think of that finish? I again I like seeing people hit uh, finishers. That's just, just that's just me. I want a decisive finish. I don't want a cradle. And it was um, unfortunate that it had to be a cradle. However, the caliber of talent in the ring, the things that they pulled off, were enough for me to just simply overlook that fact. The par- for, for you, though, did you think that uh, the cradle finish was indicative of maybe opening the, leaving the door open for TJ to come back? Um, so, so there might be a JDL TJP part two uh-huh. in the future. If that's the case, then yeah. I'm all for it. It, it. it makes it minimizes the effect the cradle actually has um, on me. Okay, okay. Um, however, uh, I'm talking about the impact of the match on the day itself. Okay, see you. And in that exact moment, that's how I felt. All right, all right. So after the match, uh, TJP had a very passionate promo at oh, the end. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. It was basically an extension of the promo he shot here in this very studio, yes. heading into Homecoming. 
What were your thoughts on that promo? It was very well put. He talked about this in detail on his episode of the podcast. So basically, he delivered a, a TED Talk on how Filipinos in wrestling should be and will be recognized all over the world. And he didn't just say the WWE. He bent in all promotions across the planet and he talks about this in detail during his episode yep. um, he also recognizes the talent in the ring he recognizes the talent that wasn't able to make it out there and you can see the effect the impact this particular show has because just a few and not even a day after you can see guys sending out their thank yous right? si Tengu and Chris Wolf they sent out their thank yous they sent out their congratulations Uh, to PWR and everybody all around the world was recognizing it for this amazing spectacle that it was. All right. So, um, are any other thoughts on TJP versus JDL? Yeah, I mean, what a treat, guys! What a treat to have a one of the best wrestlers in the world in that ring and be one to have one of our own guys in that ring with one of the best wrestlers in the world. It was just something. I. It was just something not to miss. And I'm glad I was there to catch it. All right. Let's uh, zoom out now and get our post-show awards. Yeah. All right. Do we give the grade first? Oh, yeah. Let's give the grade first. I'm going to give the show an S. Like, if if we're going to go as high as an S, then why not? Warts and all? Even with uh, Bubble Clan and MSG? Yeah, you see, okay. If you're going to weigh it down because of the... the, the errors in matches and the Bowel Clan... Okay, we're it, not blaming Bowel Clan altogether. No, I'm saying it diminishes the value of the overall show. But are we going to are we going to negate how we saw Jeff Cobb in the ring do with the things that he did just because there was a rap segment with Mr. C? Are we going to negate TJP's speech mm-hmm. and the impact it has in the future just because of the Fatal Four Way? I don't. I I feel I feel like it shouldn't matter because at the for end, this the, show. yeah, at this, at this show. show because at the end of the day, the good always out it outweighed the bad by a lot, and so I still feel like it's one of those shows that you shouldn't have missed. Okay, all right, let's uh, get to the awards then. All right, let's go for the uh, for your uh, homecoming king and queen. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. My homecoming king and queen are going to have to be uh, Jeff Cobb and Desi Dagata. In real life couple. All right. Because why not? He might suplex me if I don't give it to him. All right. Your other awards. The stag of the night goes out to Cali Nueva. Because I don't have Joa as of recording. As of For recording. now. For hey, now, yeah. Hey. But Cali Nueva, check out your notifs, check your DMs. You better have slid into that inbox. May na awa na sayo. Drop it when you're na awa. Oh, man, let, let's not... Look, the group phrased it that way, right? No, let's not no, paint her in a bad light. That's uh, not she's na awa. Okay. Not how, no, she was impressed. Okay, yeah. But, Okay, that was not a sympathetic fair. tweet. Okay, fine. Okay, but still, stack of the night. Ah, sure, fine. Okay, uh, okay. Let's go to the actual awards. Uh, spot of the night. Any, anything, Jeff Cobb. Just pick, pick one. It's a lot happening. From the sidewinder suplex to Max getting thrown around like a ragdoll uh, to the F five thousand. Oh my God! To the moon salt. To the, to to, to the hurt. To the superplex 
from, from two guys. It took two guys to put him out. To him sorting out the uh, ang pao that was stuck in a singlet. Yeah, uh, every single thing he did was amazing, which leads me to, to my two stars of the night. Okay. Okay. Actually, tatlo sila technically. Wow. Um, uh, I'm going to give in. I'm going to give it. Okay. First to Jeff Cobb okay. as a visitor and as a guest. Um, I'm also going to give it to the Yolo Twins and the Kakai Bros because right, man, cool. man, what a match! That was easily unforgettable, e- very easily unforgettable. Mm-hmm. And uh, my match of the night is actually going to go to the uh, PWR uh, three way championship. All right, all right. Um, so yeah, there you go. There you have it, the homecoming review. Any other thoughts, Chino, as in now that we're winding down from the review and winding down from homecoming itself, any final thoughts on the show? I, th- no, I, th- I have a question. People are saying that uh, this show was the greatest show PWR has ever put out or the greatest show they've ever seen so far. Do you agree with those statements? I Not necessarily, no. Okay. Okay, I remember PWR home, home, home front still Okay. Okay. as the best PWR show so far. Now, maybe some nerd is going to listen to this and say, eh, eh yun lang yung binigay mo doon eh. First of all, di ko alam na pwede pa lang mag-S-class dito. Okay? Kaya ngayon ko lang pedul out. Okay. Second of all, okay, the pacing of that show was a lot better than this show. Okay. okay. Um, it's, when you watch PWR Homefront from start to finish, and I don't know if you can, but if you do, you can, you will appreciate um, the intensity as it increases from the first match to the last match. Okay. And it was just it was just a beautiful crescendo of excitement. Right. Whereas with this one, yes, it, we mentioned it does have its uh flaws. Okay. Um however, because it was built to be this special show, this thing that you shouldn't miss, I feel like it lived up to the hype. All right, that's cool. All right. All right. Um, so there you have it the homecoming review Chino thank you so much for once again lending us your your talents uh, sharing with us your thoughts and your insights on the big show yeah okay well okay. I, do I have a choice <laughs> well, you can always say no I mean, like, right. hey, who are you going to get it to review then? no people have volunteered oh well, that's true that's true alright so yeah thanks guys for having me on All right. every week <laughs> Before we end the podcast, as always, we've got to give you our picks of the week. So let me start with mine. I'm going to pick the main event from last week's episode of NXT. And that was Walter versus Kushida. Literal David versus Goliath. But I love the way that Kushida just went after Walter. Sempre, he had the hoverboard lock, which he really wanted to apply. And he tried to um, go after Walter's shoulder. And at the same time, see Walter, who's this behemoth of a man, struggled to put Kushida away, which was a very compelling story to watch from start to finish. Right. My pick of the week is actually going to also the same episode of NXT, but a little earlier in the night, during the end of the first hour, we saw a new cruiserweight champion crowned yep. in Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. It was such a compelling match against Drew Gulak. Gulak, who's had this iron grip on the division, actually falls to Leo Rush. And it's such a good comeback story for somebody who's gone through so much, not just in his wrestling career, but in his personal life as well. So kudos to Leo Rush. Uh, that's a match you should not miss. All right, my pick of the week is from AEW Dynamite. Uh, it's the opening tag team match and the first round of the tag team championship tournament, Private Party versus Young Bucks. Wow, uh, Private Party's good, but I'm amazed that the Young Bucks continue to lose and make themselves look like jobbers in their own promotion. 
itong uh, itong tanong ko about the uh, private party. I've never seen them perform yet. I've only seen like clips of that particular match yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Are they AEW's answer to the Street Profits? I I would think so, but also uh, you can. Parang it's easy to say that when you look at it when you look at them with a glimpse. But I would assume that they were doing their thing well before Street Profits were popular then. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like Street Profits is one of those manufactured tag teams. Uh, no, no, man. I think, uh, I, I don't know, maybe, I'm not really sure in the history, but uh, Private Party does have an edge over Street Profits. Yes, yes, yeah. most certainly. All right. That brings us to the, ep- uh, the end of this episode of the SGP Podcast. I believe this is episode number 292. Right, because if TJ no, was two ninety, Jeff was two ninety one. This is two ninety two. Right, right, right. No? yeah. I uh, gotta thank everybody that's gotten us at this point. Everybody who's been listening. For those of you who have subscribed to us, especially on Spotify, please follow the podcast. Click download as well. Leave us a five star rating. Leave us a comment. These really help towards boosting our numbers and keeping us on Podcast Network, which is a family we love being part of. We are so thankful that they help uh, help us out with the show and they keep us recording here at We Remote Coworking Philippines. Uh, if you want to check them out, their socials on Facebook, PodcastNetwork.Asia. On Instagram, it is at PodcastNetworkAsia. On Twitter, it is at PodcastNetAsia. Right. Uh, Heel producer Ryan, babyface producer Ryan, uh, nodding his head. And you can check out everything at podcastnetwork.asia on uh, on any of your browsers. All right. Um, of course, uh, we've got PWR Vendetta coming up at the end of the year, November 24. So that is the last PWR event for 2019. And if you want to get your tickets, please stay tuned because we are going to announce how you can score your tickets and the matches that will be featured on the card very soon. It's not just the last PWR show of the year. It's the last PWR show of the decade. Oh, ano? Oh, ano? Kasi 2020 na. Yes. Yeah, that's a very good point. So there you go. Uh, it, it's going to be one hell of a way to end the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I just, now I'm thinking of what to do for Smart Henry to, to celebrate the end of the decade. Well, we're recording this on October 15th, so we have quite some time All right. to come up with something. Yeah. Hey, speaking of October 15th, the Podcast Network family actually has something... Oh, yeah, Special yeah, yeah. plan, right? Yeah, that's on October 30. It's going to be a meetup of all the podcasters. I'm not sure if the, if in the Philippines or just the Podcast Network family, but uh, we just got our invites today. So we're going to be there. We're going to be there. We have Instagram. Eh. So we <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. We don't have Instagram. Well, we have Instagram individually, which is you know the same handles yeah, as we yeah. have on Twitter. So you can follow us at underscore Stancy, at Rose War, at Caveman Camus, and at Chino Supersized. We're going to be there on October 30 if you want to um, get some stories about how we basically made ourselves one of the OGs of podcasting in the Philippines. I'm going to well, claim that for us. No, I'm really going to claim that I'm for us. I'm not even sure if that's accurate or how accurate that is. Yeah, I don't I I I can't say. I just try I to say show. it's relatively accurate. All right. Relatively. Yeah, uh, if you want to get some stories, uh, come join us. Go look for that uh, invite. Get yourself one and we'll see you there. All right. Right? Uh, thank you very much to Babyface producer Ryan and to Val as well for always helping us out on behalf of uh, Raf Camus and his family who we're thinking of right now and of Ro and Chino my name is Stan C saying thank you very much we're out of here peace planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.